0: Hello! Hello! I'm Matt Armando.
1: I'm Emily Riggins.
0: And this is TVD. With Matt and Emily! Hooray! The podcast about tea. And friendship. And friendship. And topics. But mostly about friendship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just trying to throw that word topics in there more. Topics. So people know that our podcast is about a thing.
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> about a variety of
0: things. It's true.
1: It's about getting to know each other through... Our
0: interests. Yes.
1: Which are topics.
0: I just want people to know that there are topics and it's not just us going, uh, how was your day? How was yesterday? How was the day before. How
1: was your Wednesday?
0: Um, since you're asking, let's see, what did I do Wednesday? <laughs> I don't think I did anything on Wednesday. So there you go. That's I had a show. Story. Well, where was your show?
1: I so said The Pit Loft.
0: Fun. I think I, uh, I watched... Wait, the Red Sox would have been playing the Yankees? Yep. Did I watch that game? I think I was watching it. I think also I bought Fortnite, which is a video game. Mm. It's like the, all the kids are playing it. So I
1: know, all the Blue Jacks players are playing it.
0: Yeah. all the it's, And my brothers. It's big sports. The Red Sox are all playing it too. It's, it seems to be a big uh, sports team. Cause it's, well, you play as like a team of four people. You play as a squad.
1: I don't know if my sister-in-law plays. So I should ask her.
0: It's uh it's fun. You can, I think you can even play it on like phones. Which is seems weird. I don't know. I don't know if it's the same game or not. It might be like a mobile version of it. Yeah. It's fun. I'm addicted. I'm uh I'm addicted.
1: Is there like an end or do you just play?
0: Mm, I think uh there's no end to answer that question. Okay. You the main mode I think most people play is this like battle royale mode and so they take a hundred players and they drop you you drop into a giant map and then it the object you can play solo so you're just trying to be the last survivor or you Han can,
1: solo keep going. you're trying
0: to be the han solo <laughs> and then uh i think the main mode is squads which is four people on your team hashtag so you, squad hashtag hashtag squad goals <laughs> so you want to keep your squad alive and then there's also like 50 on 50 mode, which is just giant teams. And then there's also a Thanos mode, which is Avengers themed.
1: I was going to say, I know that name.
0: I haven't, I haven't played that version yet. I've played the other ones. And there's also a doubles version, which I haven't played at all. Um, I think I'd be more interested in doubles if I had a friend who played. <laughs> mm. And then I could just play with that person. But so far, I don't know anyone who plays. And uh Do you wanna give me my sad.
1: I can give you my brother's info.
0: <laughs> sure. Give <Hit> me up.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure he plays it.
0: Uh I definitely do. I definitely I... have been. <laughs> I can confirm. And if any Red Sox or Blue Jackets want to play with me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, uh Pierre Luc Dubois Dubois. <laughs> Matt needs a double partner.
0: <laughs> I need a double partner. That'd be fun. Wasn't there something where like Drake played with some rando? Yes. And was it a rando or not a rando? It was, like, a, a it was like the best
1: player or something. Or a famous person. I don't know. I. But he, I do know what he played.
0: Yeah. All I know that he, that he did play, and it was people who made a big deal of it. I wasn't playing then. I didn't realize it. And I think like Wednesday was the day I was like, I'm going to give this game a try. I'm already saying the word like too much on this episode. I wanted to cut it out.
1: Like is a good word.
0: <laughs> I never used to say it. I mean... I always I've always said it, but I used to not say it as much.
1: Yeah. Um like um uh like uh <laughs> I'll stop that.
0: Yeah, I don't know. We're driving our driving listeners mad. I shouldn't have even pointed it out because now they know to listen for it.
1: <laughs> sorry listeners. We are like so sorry.
0: <laughs> I really am sorry. I'm going to try my best. I want you to throw hot tea at me every time I say the Yes, word. okay. I'm going to
1: take that to heart and ruin your microphone your headphones and
0: and my couch and your couch (laughs) i spilled i already spilled tea i spilled tea with milk and sugar on my couch earlier this week and it made me very upset (laughs) that was very upsetting normally i don't put milk and sugar no and if i just spilled unmilked and unsugared tea that wouldn't be that's just like spilling water basically but i had sugar and milk in it and i i was very mad i was probably playing Fortnite when it happened (laughs) oh Drinking tea, playing Fortnite.
1: Look at you, living your best life. Really,
0: I'm a pretty cool guy. <laughs> um,
1: I usually listen to podcasts when I drink tea or watch TV.
0: I listen to podcasts while you watch TV.
1: No, I drink tea during both. No,
0: I got it, but just the way you said yeah. it. Yeah, I will. Fortnite is hard to do this with because you need you sort of need to listen to the game. Like you need to be able to hear um people's footsteps so when you're in like a shack or a house hiding you can hear people running around you so you kind of need the sound but a lot of times when i play video games i listen to podcasts because i play a lot of online multiplayer and i'm not i I don't really care to hear the noise very much they say you're worse at video games if you don't have the sound on but that hasn't affected me and i'll listen to podcasts while i shoot some people (laughs) I did listen to some pod. I was, I was podcasting and playing Fortnite. That's true. And, and drinking tea all at the same time.
1: I podcast, drink tea, and play my video, my, my video games. They're not video games at all. My, my phone games. Phone games. My phone games.
0: I do play. I, I, have a, I have one phone game that when I'm witnessing loading screens on video games, I play my phone game. <laughs> So I'm, I have real attention problems.
1: <laughs> yeah, that seems very hard.
0: Uh, I like it, though. They're like, I don't play any of the ones that are like um, reaction. I, I play Fire Emblem Heroes. Mm-hmm. So that's a turn-based game. So mm-hmm. kind of like Pokemon, where if you put the game down, you're not going to die. All right, <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Uh, you only have to pay attention when you're picking your moves and things like that. Yeah.
1: I will also play my phone games while I'm watching TV, but um, the past few days I've been watching a show that is Danish, so I have to listen to it with, like, the subtitles on to figure Mm -hmm. out what's happening. And it's very hard to play games when you also have to read.
0: I would say impossible.
1: It's impossible. (laughs) So I, like, realized how much I actually don't watch a lot of the shows I watch. I just listen.
0: Yeah. I I have the same problem, but I'll listen... if if I, if I miss something exciting, I'll rewind. That's how I deal with it. Uh, all, all the shows I watch are like, mm, if it's a comedy, I'll probably just sit there and watch it. But if it's like if it's action, I might like zone out if I feel like we're in a lull. Yeah. For example, Gotham, which I watched earlier today. I was doing some of my phone stuff because there were. I only want to watch it when it's being crazy. And when it's not being crazy, I'm gonna play on my phone. That's fair well Emily good banter
1: you know I think we're getting real good at this because I was just about to transition us
0: wow I'm, I'm proud of us
1: I'm proud of us look at us
0: Couple one mind one and... podcast um, great oh I hit my little lap counter which is fortuitous because I needed to say when tea time started
1: tea time tea time tea time tea <laughs> time tea time hey listeners um if you could just tell us which transition songs you like the most that would be great
0: <laughs> fantastic
1: um so tea time matt you brought the tea this week
0: that's true so we may have we may have previewed this tea on a previous episode
1: i think so we might have at least mentioned that it existed
0: i've thrown um what would you say uh not shade um i've shouted out this tea before (laughs) sort of yes never drank it but it's uh the adagio tea Mm -hmm. it's the free sample i got when i bought my legend of zelda tea
1: free is my favorite number
0: from episode two? No, four. Yes, four. Because we had a guest. hmm And it is called uh, Gemini. It's a Gemini tea. hmm And I got a little tin of it because I ordered, I don't know, $20 in tea or something. And they sent me this. Or no, I, it's because I told them when my birthday was. Yes. Because you are a Gemini. I'm a Gemini. This is my birthday month that we are in right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is I. This is not my birthday episode, if there ever was such a thing. The birthday episode, the hypothetical birthday episode, would come out May thirty first. That is yeah. a, that is a release day of ours. Not my birthday, but a release day. Yes. <laughs> At any rate, they gave me this because I have a birthday in May, which um, according to this, no, uh, did I lose it? It's because you have your birthday between May twenty first and. june 20th that's gemini for you
1: which sign is which which shape
0: they're the twins the shape is that what you meant by shape
1: yeah like what's constellation but i don't know that one
0: uh i i'm not really i i'm not really aware of that part of the whole thing (laughs) i know it's twins and i know it's this time of year (laughs) and that's all i know there you go and i think i oh i used to know what being a gemini meant
1: <laughs> um i think if you were to read that description we found we could parse what a gemini is
0: yes so i will i'll read the description of this tea for you all um a light blend of white tea rose hips and peach flavor stimulates gemini's effervescent vitality geminis are sassy intellectuals who liven up every tea party with their quick-witted conversations Apricot pieces, apples, and marigold petals are a colorful feast for the eyes and senses that will keep Geminis forever young. This tea contains a low level of caffeine, <laughs> steep at 180 degrees for two to three minutes.
1: <laughs> um, I do want to say I've always thought of you as an effervescent personality who um, brings a sassy intellectualism <laughs> to every conversation.
0: <laughs> every tea party. Tea
1: party, sorry. <laughs> um... <laughs> So I think we can parse from that that a Gemini is a, a sassy individual who likes to go to parties and has a big personality.
0: Yeah. Gregarious? Gregarious. Is that the word I want? Yeah. Cool. I like when I nail the word I want, and it's a big one. <laughs> Gregarious is a big word.
1: It's a, it's a good word.
0: Um, sassy intellectuals.
1: Sassy intellectuals.
0: If my intellect was anything, it is sassy. <laughs> Uh, well, we're drinking this tea because it was free.
1: I love free. As I said, it's my favorite number. <laughs>
0: have you had a sip of it yet? I have. I have not had a sip of mine yet. Should we both slurp and get that on the Yeah, let's get that slurp. Oh boy. Wow.
1: Shout out to you listeners. Thanks.
0: <sighs> you know, I think when I listen to most podcasts, those kind of noises would really annoy me, but this is a podcast mm-hmm. about drinking tea. I
1: know. We have to prove that we are drinking the tea. <laughs> How else would people know?
0: Hmm. What do you think? I can definitely taste the apricot.
1: Um, I...
0: Apricot and... No, I just... I feel apricot big time.
1: I definitely get like an apricot, peachy vibe. Um, Yeah, peach.
0: Peach for sure. Peach um, apricot.
1: I don't know what a rose hip is, so I don't taste that.
0: Um, I did think it was interesting that in this description, they wrote like... Okay, so they wrote... A light blend of white tea, rose hips, and peach flavor. Dot, dot, dot. Halfway through that paragraph, it says apricot pieces, apples, and marigold petals. Like, isn't it weird that those ingredients were separated on yeah. the list? <laughs> uh, this is our first white tea. Is it yes,
1: not? I think so. You know, I'm not very familiar with white teas. Um, I don't drink them often or ever. Um, it's good. It's not my favorite that we've had, though. I find, but the- I love
0: free. <laughs> yeah uh and wait till you hear my topic i uh <laughs> <laughs> i i like white tea a lot and i think because um i don't know be, it's like a different flavor i think i compare i think it's a lot like green tea mm-hmm. uh i think it's i think of white tea and green tea <laughs> like if i'm in the mood for one i'm also in the mood for the other Okay. Right. um And then I'd say black tea is its own thing that, to me, if I feel like black tea, I probably don't feel like green tea. Although, to be honest, I'll drink any tea.
1: (laughs) Yes, I will generally drink any tea. I generally stick to green or black, but it's just what I'm used to.
0: I like a good chai. love a good chai. Is that considered black tea?
1: I think so. I once had a green tea with chai spices, Mm
0: -hmm. but
1: it was... It was a green tea.
0: I I've had I've had chai that I thought felt didn't feel like any felt like its own kind of thing, mm-hmm. but that might just be because it was complex or something. <laughs> I I think we're gonna get really good at deciphering different kinds of teas there as we. Are. we promised ourselves to drink different tea every week so we're sort of we're really gonna bust out of our shell i know in like a year from now we're gonna have had so many different kinds we're gonna of have teas. so many 52
1: do fu- do fruit in infru- i'm gonna <laughs> try that again please do uh do fruit infusions count as tea
0: meaning when you take fruit in hot water yeah um so no leaves basically
1: yeah like an herbal tea that's what i would call an herbal tea
0: oh a fruit infusion to me is just just I've, I've had like fruit with yeah. hot water and I think that's weird cuz it just ends up tasting like kind of a juice. Yeah. Or uh, just like a really watered down juice.
1: Yeah. I would agree. You can buy a lot of those at like David's Tea. Hey David's Tea sponsor us. Herbal teas? Yeah. Or or fruit infusions. Oh, do they so do
0: they call herbal teas fruit infusions there? Is that um, just how they label them?
1: I think they're called fruit infusions, but I don't know if they have herbal teas. Mm.
0: Interesting. I'll have to look this baby up. I no, I tried tweeting at David's tea several times in the last week, and they didn't even like any of my tweets.
1: Adagio did.
0: Adagio did. Um, Tao Teo Ta, 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 Ta of Tea did mm-hmm. not like our tweet, but also they're not Twitterers. Mm-hmm. They don't have much of a Twitter. I'm learning a lot about the tea company's Twitter presences by having this um, podcast.
1: Um. Hey, Adagio. Who does that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it'd be fun if someday one of these people listened to the podcast and they are like, hey, I like what you guys did. I like yeah. that you guys talked about our tea.
1: Yeah. I will say this is a good tea. It might not be my cup of tea. Well. <laughs> but I do like it.
0: Should that be our rating system of tea? Cup of tea or not cup of tea? <laughs> That's a really funny way of describing it. <laughs> most teas are my cup of tea so i'm gonna be really bad at giving this because i just i like them all i don't know it would have to be something i really dislike
1: yeah i've only ever had really one tea that i absolutely hated
0: uh let's what is it
1: it was i don't know, remember the company but it was a it was a what was it It was like black blackberry mm. something but it was like a, it was like a spice, like a cooking spice. I'm going to say it's like a stuffing spice because when I tasted it, I'm like, oh, this just tastes like stuffing. Interesting. It tasted like I was drinking Thanksgiving and I hated it.
0: Um, I have had, I definitely have had herbal teas that I'm kind of like whatever about. Mm-hmm. And on two weeks ago's episode, I talked about how I don't really like chamomile, mm-hmm. which is, I like it just fine. I'll drink it. But I would never order mm-hmm. it or buy it on purpose. If people were like, Do you want chamomile tea? I'd go, Okay, fine. <laughs> it's still tea. Yeah. <laughs> it's better than not tea. Yeah. Uh, all right. I just
1: don't want my we- tea to taste like stuffing.
0: That seems fair. Um, do you know, was it like Jones soda? Mm-hmm. And they had like a Thanksgiving pack one year, and it was like all sodas that tasted like Thanksgiving food. So there's like a cranberry, but there's also like potatoes and gravy soda. Oh. <laughs> um, all right. Do we want to? Uh, do we, we want get... to look at this tea? Oh yeah. Um, I see what I think are the rose parts. There are these little red leaves, pink red leaves in there.
1: Those could, be... Those could also be the marigold.
0: Wow. I don't. I guess I don't know what marigold is.
1: They're like an orange and red flower. They're very pretty. Hmm.
0: I guess I've heard of it.
1: Um. I can. I can see the apricot pieces. I'd say I see petals that could be from roses, but also could be from like another separate petal that could be from a marigold.
0: Wow. This is a, I can't wait to send the, I'll, I'll tweet out this picture of this tea. It's, it's probably the, since we've started taking pictures of the tea, it's maybe the nicest looking one.
1: Yeah. You can also like really see the tea leaves. Like, like last week's tea was
0: when it was like coffee grounds. Yeah. Or no, that was two weeks ago. Yeah. Well, as far as, yeah.
1: Yeah. But the, one of them just looked like coffee grounds. This one's much more attractive.
0: Um, what was the... T- oh, never mind. I remember the tea last week. I forgot about it already. <laughs> the Bing Cherry. <laughs> yes. And... But this is this is the most... This is a pretty looking tea. It's an attractive tea. Got some nice little wispy things in there. Got leaves, chunks of fruit.
1: You draw a picture of it and it would look nice.
0: It's actually kind of similar. I, maybe this is what all these Adagio teas look like. It's kind of similar to the Legend of Zelda looking tea. It kind of had a similar... Um, thing with a lot of fruit pieces and a lot of leaves and a lot of different looking stuff in it
1: what's a rose hip what do you think
0: i would guess that that is just a specific part of the flower i could be completely off about that but i want to say i want to say it's the part of the flower that's the hip
1: yeah the hip of the flower
0: i would guess the hip to me would be the part where the stem meets the flower
1: that's what i was thinking too
0: and that seems like that probably the most flavorful, flavorful part because it's sort of the, the meatiest yeah. part of the flour, meaty flour. <laughs>
1: um. So our rating system, we're giving this one cup of tea, <laughs> and ones that we both consider our cup of tea, we get two cups of tea.
0: Oh yeah, so one. It, this is one tea cup up. <laughs> uh, so you did. Okay, so. <laughs> so this is like there's no negative rating so no, like, there's
1: no negative rating
0: so you get zero could,
1: one two or three if we have guests
0: yes so it's either <laughs> the rating is either not our cup of tea <laughs> sort of our cup of tea definitely our cup of tea
1: i think this is a foolproof system and i can't wait to institute it
0: yeah this <laughs> this you know this podcast was just like <laughs> waiting to become super corny <laughs> I don't know that it wasn't already corny, but it, was, it wasn't this corny. <laughs>
1: nope. I like it. We're cool. going in. We're going hard. I, hard on the right. corn.
0: This is one cup of tea.
1: <laughs> but for beauty, top 10.
0: Ooh, wow. We should have a several rating scale. <laughs> all right. Well, that's Tea Talk.
1: Tea <laughs> Talk, Tea Talk, Tea Talk, Tea Talk, Tea Talk.
0: Great. That was perfect.
1: <laughs> um,
0: well, no. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, throw it to me.
1: <laughs> hey, Matt. Um, last week I had the mini topic, which means you're up for your full topic.
0: That's right. I brought a topic. And I would love to know what it is. Let me tell you, I I don't know where this epiphany came from, but I had this thought that I have this Gemini tea. I knew I, we had to drink it in May. I was like, we have to drink it when it's Gemini season. Mm-hmm. And I do believe this episode does come out <laughs> during, Gem- yes, it will be Gemini by the time this comes out. Spoiler, it is not Gemini season today. <laughs> oh, too bad. <laughs> but um, we'll ch- I'll try to be effervescent nonetheless.
1: <laughs> a sassy uh, intellectual.
0: I will ch- I'm going to be a sassy intellectual with my topic for sure. So I was thinking Gemini, May, twins. I was thinking Twins?
1: Twins.
0: And I thought that was important. And I also wanted to, as I said before, I, I, I'm trying to stretch what we talk about in this podcast. Yes. I want all topics to be possible, which is why I loved last week's topic of queuing, because I thought that was such a specific thing to, yeah. p- to like discuss. Yeah. And it was so out of the box from mm-hmm. like, because I think when we started, we were thinking a lot of the topics would be like very specific. Yeah items tv shows books i don't know whatever yeah things specific things that you like and not just things that we wanted to discuss Mm -hmm. so i loved queuing anyways this is not as abstract as queuing but it is going to the movies we have not had a movie episode yet
1: but going to
0: the movies. this is going to be a movie one and this is one of my all-time favorite movies So it's not the movie Twins, if anyone thought that was the movie I was going to bring up. Is that
1: a movie?
0: Yeah, it's with um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh,
1: okay. And and Danny Danny DeVito. DeVito. (laughs) I do know
0: that movie. That is not the movie that I'm here to discuss. In fact, the movie I'm going to discuss does not actually have twins, but a lot of people think it does. Any idea what this could be?
1: (laughs) My first thought was Parent Tribe. Uh because Lindsay Lohan plays both characters.
0: They are actually twins, though.
1: I know. In the movie, they're actually twins. <laughs> and
0: that is not my fa- one of my favorite movies.
1: <laughs> I didn't think so, but I was going from my perspective.
0: <laughs> um, it could be any of the Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen things. Yeah. Um, it could be the Twin Towers, which is a... Uh, or the Two Towers. I call them Twin Towers, but they're the Two Towers. Twin Towers would be the, the things that were in New York. <laughs> two Towers are the things in Lord of the Rings. None of these are what I'm talking about, though. The movie I'm discussing is The Shining, which has those two creepy girls in yes. it, which a lot of people consider twins, but actually they probably aren't twins. <laughs> the actors aren't twins, and it, the movie, they look very similar, but um, it's uh, discussed that they're eight and ten, or if they are who you are supposed to think they are in the movie, they're eight and ten years old, so oh, they're wow. not the same age. There you go. But I still wanted to talk about The Shining. <laughs> that's my first fun fact about the shining is that the the scary twin girls are likely not supposed to be twins, just regular siblings yeah close in age look similar and creepy and they're creepy as hell
1: so i should say i've never seen this movie that's great i don't see a lot of scary movies at all um so i'm gonna have so many questions
0: great this is i actually do not i don't care that much for horror or that kind of stuff but this is like one of the this is just an amazing movie it's by Stanley Kubrick. Okay. Who also did 2001 A Space Odyssey, Full Metal Jacket, Clockwork Orange.
1: I've heard of all of uh, these. Eyes
0: Wide Shut. Does um, that
1: have Nicole Kidman in it?
0: Yeah, and Tom Cruise.
1: Oh, is that where they met?
0: It could be. I don't I don't know that. It was like, yeah, it was like 95 or something. That sounds about right for them to have been together. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he did other some other movies, but those were, I think I listed all of his most popular ones. Mm-hmm and um oh i yeah he um also that movie ai that steven spielberg made from like in like 90 and will smith was in that no Wasn't that's it? that's i robot maybe you're thinking oh of. maybe um this this was the kid um i want to say the kid from like the sixth sense or something was i never saw ai <laughs> but it was supposed to be a uh, stanley kubrick movie and then he died and then steven spielberg finished it oh uh, okay uh kubrick dead person i don't know if you know that part (laughs) i
1: did not know that part
0: he's been dead for a while and uh i am a huge i I like his movies generally and um seeing i guess like i don't know i don't know how the pattern of me watching this movie i think my first movie i ever saw of his was full metal jacket which is a military vietnam war vietnam i think it's vietnam yes vietnam
1: um is there like a you like his movies generally, but is there like a, like a, like a common thread throughout all the movies that links them?
0: Um, I don't think so. I mean, he does really different genres. So like 2001 Space Odyssey is sci-fi and Clockwork Orange is sort of a, I don't know what you'd call that, crime thriller. <laughs> it's kind of a weird, kind of movie. I know weird it's movie. based on a book. Yes.
1: And they have different endings, right? I don't know. I don't know either
0: um i've never read the book but i have seen the movie and then full metal jacket's a war movie he also made a movie called barry linden which is um maybe you would like i don't know it's it's a period piece movie it's it's very long and i think very boring <laughs> it's very beautiful but it's just like so long i think it's like three hours that's too long and then eyes wide shut is about a cult sort of deal like they're they're in a sex cult and it's kind of a weird movie.
1: Scientology probably didn't like that.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Good question. <laughs> so, but he, I think he really liked to go all over the place. So yeah. I'd say there's no... And the big thing with him is he would research movies for years. and he, So that's why he didn't... He ultimately doesn't have that many movies because he would spend like 10 years planning one. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why Steven Spielberg made AI because there was so much legwork done.
1: Um, how, what was his career? Like, what time frame are we talking?
0: Um, 60s through 90s. Okay. 30 years about. Um, I don't remember when all these were. Okay. So The Shining came out the same weekend as, um, The Empire Strikes Back. Ooh. May. May. Also May. May. I wonder if it comes out on, this might come out on the anniversary of The Shining. I didn't even think about that. It's like May, May fun. 23rd I think is when it came out 1980. But it, it it released opposite to The Empire Strikes Back, so that probably didn't it did it did actually okay in the box office, but like probably could have done a lot better if it wasn't going out against one of the most famous movies pop that, movies ever yeah. to exist.
1: <laughs> Although I feel like I mean I feel like The Shining has its own role. For People sure. know about
0: it? Oh, for sure. People know about it. I just think it's funny now because whenever movies come out opposite star wars movies these days i'm like what were they thinking yeah <laughs> who's going to see sisters when the force awakens comes out not <laughs> or me Ro- or rogue one i don't remember which one but sisters that amy poehler oh, i saw that movie and um uh, tina, fey. tina fey it came out the same day as either rogue one or the force awakens yeah. and i was like what are you thinking
1: <laughs> yeah that doesn't make any sense although i did see both of those movies
0: yeah but i mean these they live and die on opening weekend so it's yeah. like come on push it um, and then Full Metal Jack was also the eighties. I want to say like 85 and that is Vincent D'Onofrio in it in probably his original famous role. Now he's on, he's in Daredevil and he was on, um, Law and Order Criminal Intent. Oh, okay. He was the lead. Did you ever, did you ever watch that show?
1: <laughs> I've seen episodes. I feel like everyone yeah. has seen all Law and Order episodes.
0: He's a, he's a great, I, I, I think he's a really fun actor. Um and then 2001 a space odyssey i want to say was 78 in the 70s it was okay. it predates star wars or no, no that would be 77 was star wars so maybe 2001 was 75 they just had an anniversary of it recently so i want to say maybe it was maybe it was 68 could it really be that old it might be anyways that, that would be that would mean this year would be an anniversary yeah um i saw it a year ago in theaters they i, I went to a special Re-release of two thousand one, a space odyssey, which is a movie that I actually don't. It's fine.
1: <laughs> what is what? it like? Futuristic or?
0: It takes place in space. That's where like the HAL robot is famous from. Like I can't help you, Dave. And it's the robot that betrays the astronauts and and, and <laughs> it's sort <laughs> of it. There was an there was an old Apple ad for Apple computers, and it was like a red light that would flash, and it was like talking. And it's a pretty famous sci-fi trope is the, yeah. talk, the AI that goes nuts. And it's, I think, I want to say the trope begins, I honestly don't know, but the trope probably begins with 2001, a space odyssey. And so they invented a computer and then, so the, it is in them in space. And there's a lot of like realistic space stuff in it.
1: I like realistic space stuff.
0: Yeah, it was meant, well, <laughs> I mean, they treated the actual space stuff realistically like there's a lot of silence and there's a lot of it's very slow um so the action space isn't so fast and then it sort of goes it gets really trippy because he's sort of it's sort of like did you ever see interstellar
1: i is that the one with um sandra bullock uh
0: no, no. that's um that's gravity
1: but there was a it came out the same time uh um, i always get things yeah, like about
0: it. the same time yeah i have not before. seen it no it's um it's they're very they're sort of similar and it's like about traveling through wormholes and it's about the it's also about the history of like violence in in man and things like that and like finding peace. It's also there's it's famous for having the monolith, which is the giant black rock, and there's like monkeys that fight each other. There's also like I feel like it's referenced in a lot of things, including episodes of The Simpsons, which I know you haven't seen.
1: Um, is this like a movie that people like? It's like a trippy movie, right?
0: Yeah, there's like, there's parts where there's all kinds of flashing lights and things like that. This episode is not about 2001 A Space Odyssey.
1: It's not. This episode is not about 2001 A Space Odyssey. Got in
0: my catchphrase. Uh, but he's, so yeah, he's very, he's semi, I guess he's kind of mainstream because a lot of his stuff is in the, in, in culture, but he's also like an artist. So his movies have a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. So they're also, as, as popular as they are, they're also not for everyone. That's fair. So that's like how crazy. Although I think The Shining is one of the most accessible because it is in like that horror genre and mm-hmm. he just sort of nails it. He like knocks it out of the park. Um, I watched it yesterday, which is why I told you yesterday I prepared for my episode, but I didn't tell you what I did. <laughs>
1: you didn't tell me what I did and I looked on your Foursquare and you said you couldn't check into it.
0: I did. Yeah. It was because I sat here and I watched it on Amazon Prime <laughs> <laughs> um, and I wrote notes, which is what I'm holding in my hand.
1: <laughs> um. Okay. The Shining.
0: Yes. Let's let's actually talk about it. Let's talk
1: about it. But I just want to be clear. We're going to spoil it, right?
0: Okay. So I don't... Uh, yes and no. So I'm probably not going to talk... I don't think we're going to talk about the any real spoilers. But I also don't think this is a movie that you can just be spoiled. I don't... Um, I think... Well, this is, this is just me. Like, I was watching it, and I've seen it before. And mm-hmm. I still was like... Like, it's the tension of the movie it's okay. so much of like um, so here's like a, here's the thing this movie is one of the most dissected movies of all time if you go on YouTube you can just find like hundreds of theories people mm-hmm. have done there's actually a movie called room 237 which is a documentary about theories about the shining <laughs> so like people theorize so much about this movie and its meaning and all the little things in it yeah that there's a movie dedicated to just that aspect of it which I've also seen in theaters <laughs> And that should tell you, like, just how much you is- can rewatch this movie a hundred times. Yeah. And like every time you watch it, you're gonna notice something else. It's just it's creepy. It's more about the performances than the plot. I mean, it's a it's a horror movie. I mean, people are gonna die or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and it's more just like seeing it and, um. So I'm not gonna just I'm not gonna like go beat by beat to spoil it. But we'll talk about like all the things that I love about it.
1: Okay, that sounds good. I, don't, I also don't know if I've ever uh, fleshed this out to you, but I actually don't believe in spoilers. Like, mm-hmm. if a piece of art can't, um, like, live up to knowing what's going to happen at the end, maybe it's just not very good.
0: I Here's my, I'll give you my thing about spoilers, is I think I generally, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of movies that I, basically any movie I've never wanted spoiled for myself, I've watched more than once. Yeah. Unless it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, because I'm seeing it, so I'm watching it a second time, so I obviously am not turned off by the fact that it that I know the ending. Yeah. I think the only thing about, the thing that's about spoilers that I don't like is that it kind of, I do like having that surprise the first time you hear, especially if it's like, if, I don't know, it's just sometimes like, if you're, especially if you're like in a movie theater, I guess if I'm watching a movie at home, being spoiled is not as bad, but if you're like in a theater you get like that like whoa feeling with everyone else like when a character walks on stage you didn't expect or on stage (laughs) on camera (laughs) that you didn't expect you go like oh my god it's what's you know it's what's his face like that i love that feeling and then i also don't like when people spoil twists oh yes because though like if you're watching a whole movie under the assumption that like oh he's you know he's the killer or whatever and then like you get to the i'm making a this is a made up movie. And then you get to the end and you find out actually the killer was his twin brother or whatever. Yeah. That probably is a movie. <laughs> and
1: there's at least five different movies.
0: Yeah. But like that kind of spoiler is insulting because then it's like, Oh, I don't get to experience the movie in that way. So yeah, It's like still fun to rewatch it, but that, but you get robbed of that like experience. That's fair. But if it's a movie, so for me, like the shining or a lot of movies, you can spoil them because it's like, whatever, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, But I think, so I, yeah, so I'm not big on, I'm not going to really, I don't really want to do a plot synopsis of this movie. That's fair. I want to talk about about what makes it so great. The big stuff. There's a lot of things going on that I like about it. So we've got, we've got Jack Nicholson. He's playing Jack Torrance and he is married to Shelley Duvall. That's his wife. She's I only, the only other thing I know her from is the Popeye movie <laughs> with Robin Williams from like 19, early 80s also. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got the uh, boy, Danny, who's also played by an actor named Danny.
1: <laughs> I wonder if they went back to the script and just changed their...
0: They might They might have. I don't know. I don't know. And then you've got... The other main character uh, is Dick Halloran, played by Scatman Crothers, um, who was famous back then he was like he was a voiceover guy and a musician Scatman. yeah
1: that sounds like a musician name
0: and uh those are like the four there are other characters but those i'd say are the four main ones Mm -hmm. and then um oh and also this is a book written by stephen king
1: I, i think i knew that
0: um and this is also a movie the movie and the book don't have the same ending so when you asked about a clock of orange i don't know stephen king famously did not like Stanley Kubrick's movie because it strayed too far from his book, Mm -hmm. and Stephen King thought of the book as semi-autobiographical.
1: Oh, so it was like changing
0: his. It was like yeah, it was like changing his life. Mm -hmm. Um, because in the book, which I've never read, the main character is more sympathetic, and in the movie, he's basically he turns out to basically be the villain, which I also say is not a spoiler because that's pretty apparent from almost the beginning of the movie
1: yeah. is jack nicholas the main character nicholson Nichol-
0: you yes, call him nicholas which is the golfer
1: he went to Ohio state uh
0: jack nicholson is i mean so uh the main premise of the movie is that they uh jack nicholson's character takes a job at this winter or at this summer resort mm-hmm. in the mountains in colorado that closes in the winter because it's too remote for skiing it's just too far um, which is a, a loose excuse for it all. But he becomes he, he takes a job to be the winter take uh, caretaker. So he just has, he has to go to this hotel and stay there for from October through um, April while they're closed, and just make sure the heat works and little things like that, and do repairs. And he brings his family, which is his son and his wife, and they have to spend this whole time there, and it drives him mad. <laughs> the hotel drives him mad, basically.
1: Is is it the, is it the isolation that drives him mad, or is the hotel itself?
0: Uh, so ghost one of haunted? The, one of the <laughs> one of the things. So, what I think makes this movie so successful is that it is really psychologically well done. It really okay. messes, really fucks with your head in a lot of ways. I even wrote down a list. Oh. in the category I wrote. this is under is throw off your senses (laughs) (laughs) and i think one of the main ways that it throws off how you're processing what's happening is that it balances the supernatural with people's imaginations with like so sometimes people sometimes characters are imagining things okay sometimes truly supernatural things are occurring okay And sometimes there's just things that are unknown. Stuff just happens and you kind of don't... There never ends up being an explanation for it. And you have to wonder, like, did someone... Was that in someone's head or did it actually happen? Mm -hmm. Or did, like, something supernatural occur to make that happen? Um, So, like, there are ghosts in the movie, but it's sometimes it's really hard to tell whether someone's just imagining a ghost.
1: Or if there's a...
0: Um, or if there really is a ghost or how that works and that basically you see a lot of different things through the three different characters so i would say jack nicholson is the lead and, uh, and top build and all that stuff but Shelley duvall and danny are the three of them all have quite a bit to do and they're in this hotel like by themselves so the other characters are mostly at the beginning um so he like interviews for the job and you see the hotel like with people in it. Yeah. And then um there's some like outside forces. There's like the there's like the national forest people and some like like okay. that, like that yeah. radio in radio to them and all that kind of stuff. Um but yeah, so I would say Um What was I how did I start talking about that? You asked if he was the lead. I asked if I, he was the
1: lead and then you said
0: and then I thought, throw off your senses. Throw off your senses. Imagination, supernatural. Yes. Um, so oh, I, if, and then it was like, is the house yes. haunted or whatever? So yeah, I think, and it's and it's a huge hotel. It's this giant, giant resort. So there's a lot to be, there's a lot to, a lot of places to lose your mind.
1: <laughs> um. Okay, I have a few questions, but I have one statement first. Okay. I feel like you couldn't make this movie now because the internet would make it not so isolating.
0: Oh, the the well, it depend I mean they are it might still be like a no phone service kind oh of place. Oh god, what
1: a terrible place. Maybe it would be worse now.
0: Um <laughs> I mean, I think the 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 whole idea that it's like closed in the winter is like kind of interesting cuz I'm like, well, w- wouldn't rich people want to go there anyway? Yeah. <laughs> um you
1: could helicopter in.
0: Yeah, that's what I was I was thinking about the hel- when I was watching yesterday. I was like, why aren't they just helicoptering people? <laughs> but anyways, not a movie at that point. Um, <laughs> uh, so I think, so generally, there's like a ton of stuff that, that they purposely do. So So one thing is like, there's like stuff that almost seems like they could be continuity errors. But I mentioned earlier that Stanley Kubrick is like a perfectionist. Yeah. So anytime you see something weird like that you have to assume he did it on purpose. Mm -hmm. That's at least a prevailing thought about these movies or about this movie.
1: What is an example of that?
0: Yes. So for one, there is like furniture that moves. So there'll be one shot. Well, there will be some furniture in a scene. And this is like stuff you wouldn't even, it's not necessarily brought to your attention. I mean, some of this I've like seen videos about. Some of it I did notice watching it myself. But once you like start... Seeing it, you're like, oh, that's a thing. Like, well, there'd be so there'd be a shot, and there'll be like a chair behind someone, and then there'll be the and they'll cut away, and they'll cut back, and the chair will be gone. And the interpretation of that is that it was sort of just he knew he Stanley Kubrick knew he was doing it, yeah, but did it to to put you off your senses. Okay, there's a very famous one of these where there's a bearskin rug on the floor, and it's only on the floor when Jack Nicholson's in that room. And if he's not in the room, the rug is missing. And the rug is there's there's one whole theory where there's these different bears that represent different characters, and that that bearskin rug represents um, Jack. His, his character name is Jack Torrance. So it's mm-hmm. Jack either way. I'll call him Jack. <laughs> <laughs> so that rug represents him. So there's sort of this idea like if he's not in the room, the rug isn't in the room either. Oh. And so that's like that's a sampling of the theories people have about this movie um a couple other of the throwing your senses off kind of things that i think are interesting uh i'll get one of my favorite things in all of cinema is one of these but i'll say the other one first where there's a television and it's just like an old, it's an, it's like a tube tv yeah and it's sitting in sort of the middle of the room and it's on a stand with four legs and you can't there's it's on and they're watching tv and there's no cord coming out of it so oh, just, I would
1: never notice something like that.
0: It just looks. it. Yeah. I mean, I, I noticed it on my own and I think I, it is also in videos. Yeah. But once you really know it, you're like, oh, it's there's very intentionally not a cord yeah. running out of this television. And it's just one of those things that's just again, it, it's subtle and you might not notice it. But I think it's sort of like subconsciously your brain is
1: your brain is even if you're
0: n- yeah, you're like, yeah. why is there no cord? And then this one is great. This is, this one thing is so weird. So when um, Jack goes to interview for the job, he arrives and he goes into the manager's office and you sort of, a lot of, a lot of, um, basically one of the the other things about this movie that's sort of famous is that there's there's a hedge maze that they, famously, uh, there's a hedge maze that, is kind of creepy and scary Mm -hmm. but another theory slash this isn't really a theory but just you can pay attention the 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 hedge hedge maze in the out out exterior of the building is supposed to mirror the fact that the hotel itself is a maze
1: oh so it's like the same blueprint
0: well it's just that it's a labyrinth it's there's tons of hallways it's very confusing it's easy to get lost um you have there's lots of scenes of danny the um, the boy riding his like big wheel bike down. And like, I think this is actually where they, in- I feel like they maybe invented tracking shots for this movie. Mm-hmm. That idea of like following someone on a vehicle yeah. or he had to like invent some way of doing it in a smaller space or something. So you watch him like traveling down, like taking turns and traveling down hallways. And it's very disorienting to watch him do it. Cause you- cause it just like is quickly going down all these hallways. Yeah. It's just, it's weird. But um, when he goes to interview for the job, he walks, they walk through these set of hallways and they walk into the manager's office. And the manager's office has a desk and chairs and it looks like an office. And it has behind the desk, there's a window. And the window looks to the outside. You can see daylight when he's interviewing. There's another scene where they're in that same office and you can see snow on the outside. Mm-hmm. But if you follow the plans of the building and how they walk around in the building the window cannot technically exist. So there's parts where characters walk in hallways behind this supposed window. Yeah. But because they're walking behind it, that means the window can't exist. So any shots of that manager's office are messing with your head. Like, so when they shot it or whatever, they were faking that window. And so there are scenes where they're walking through these hallways and, and, and it's disorienting to you because you mentally are aware of this window, yeah. but then they travel and the window doesn't exist. And this is another like thing that once you pay attention to it, you're like, oh my God, that's so weird. <laughs> um and there's a few other like geometrical problems like that. Like sometimes they'll there'll be like a window on one side and then they'll take a turn and there'll be a window like so it's like on two corners. But then they'll do like an exterior shot of the building and you realize there's only one wall there. <laughs> and it's so it's it's just trying to like throw you off with the architecture and there's yeah. no way you would, we would like, these are purposely done things cause you wouldn't put a fake window there yeah. for no reason. <laughs> um, um, okay. So it's called in, in internet slang, it's called the impossible window.
1: <laughs> mm. Um, okay. I have a question Yes. before you move on to your next thing. Um, when did you first watch this movie?
0: Good question. I don't know. I asked, I asked, uh, my wife Laura cuz we also she also loves this movie and we uh, we watched it maybe i don't know maybe like 7 years ago we watched it and then got really obsessed and then cuz i remember watching that movie 237 when we still lived in boston right. so it's at least 4 or 5 years ago and then just sort of got really obsessed and we're watching all these like online videos yeah. about it and then every watched it a couple of times um but it was it was sort of like in the middle of a movie kick and like watching these Stanley Kubrick other movies yeah, and then just being like, let's watch the shining. And I, I, like my feelings about horror movies is that I generally don't care for them, but then I just sort of got decided to get into this one. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think most, the reason I don't like a lot of horror movies is they're, they're all trying to be the shining. <laughs> like this is, this is like not all of them. I shouldn't say that. A lot of the psychological ones are trying in to be the shining. shining. Um, because this... I mean, this movie has some of the most... A lot of the most, like, famous pop culture things. I'll see if you know any of these. I'll list off.
1: I definitely know the twins.
0: Yeah. Uh, Red Rum.
1: I know that one because it's more backwards.
0: Yeah. So that's from The Shining. The the twin girls. Um, Jack Nicholson saying, here's Johnny when he oh, comes through one, yeah. the door. The axe. That's why there's no spoilers to this because if you know that he goes nuts with an axe, then you you understand the whole movie. <laughs> Uh, the Bloody Elevators, Blood Pouring Out of Elevators.
1: I think I vaguely know that one, but I know the other ones much more.
0: Um, the Hedge Maze, I think, is semi-famous for this. Um, and then All Work and No Play Makes Jack and Dull Boy. I know that one. Where he types it over and over again in his typewriter. That's um, a sign of people going crazy. There's an episode of The Simpsons, which, um, so they do like, The Simpsons has Treehouses of Horror which are their yearly Halloween episode and they'll take usually what it is, is either spoofs or I guess they're not always parodies. Sometimes they're just mm-hmm. a creepy story, but then they, so they, they have one that's like they, they do a whole uh, segment on the shining. And then, so there's um, the definitely the like Homer becomes the Jack Nicholson character and he tries to kill mm-hmm. Marge and he has Aww. an ax and, uh, it's I mean it's all in good comedy yeah. um, <laughs> and then there's instead of uh, uh, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy it's no TV and no beer make Homer go crazy or make me what I may have, I don't didn't quote that quite right uh, but he goes insane because he has no beer and TV and then he writes feeling fine on the typewriter instead of it's like so the gag is instead of seeing like, like in the in the shining when when the wife finds the that he just had typed this one message over and over again. It's like this really shocking moment to her, and then in The Simpsons, they flip it and they say, "It's not a big deal. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um about those Simpson episodes, I have not seen this specific one, but I do in I think my tenth grade English class I think
0: did you watch the Hamlet one?
1: No, we watched, I think one of the Poe ones
0: oh uh, the they did the Raven, yeah, uh, where Bart is the Raven. I think, and they basically just do the whole they. They just animate the poem, the raven. It's,
1: Was it the raven?
0: Um, I mean, it might not be, but that's a very famous one, and it's very good. It
1: could be. I just remember watching one of those.
0: There's a Telltale Heart episode.
1: I feel like that's more right.
0: Um, it could be that one's like. I think that one's. Uh, that's not a Halloween episode.
1: Why not? I, I just yeah. remember watching a Simpsons Halloween parody in yeah. English class
0: well there might yeah so there's there's at least those two Poe ones and there's also a Hamlet episode which is not Halloween that's also that's one of my generally favorite ones and if you say watched in English class I think maybe it could have been Hamlet <laughs> but, it could
1: have been honestly I don't remember no. which one it was I just remember because then there was a discussion that some person was like family guy does this too and they do it better and the teacher's like it's just copying the Simpsons
0: mm-hmm. this is my life <laughs> I'm I'm your teacher right now <laughs> Um, I I had these thoughts too.
1: (laughs) um, But that's like really all I remember. Nice. That's Um, my story.
0: I have a lot of my pop, a lot of my things like knowing like some of these references from Stanley Kubrick is because it gets parodied a lot on the Simpsons because they fancy themselves smart like that to parody someone like Stanley Kubrick. (laughs) Um,
1: Are there any other pop culture?
0: uh, That was my list. Um, That was my list of pop culture things. There might be more stuff in there um, things that have like gone from that movie and become pop culture. Yeah. There's probably more that I'm forgetting. I mean, there are other moments that are, I think really stand out, but I guess I don't know if that, um, is where it comes from. There is like a black character who dies. And I don't know if this is where like that trope comes from originally. Where like, if this is like the first movie that that became a thing where like, yeah, the black character has to be killed. Yeah. <laughs> um, how For any, example. <laughs>
1: how many people die?
0: Oh, I don't know if I want to say that part. <laughs> okay. That might be the one thing I don't want to spoil is how many people die. There I are guess, people who die, though.
1: More specifically, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. There's like, death. There's death. <laughs> is it like throughout the whole thing or like?
0: So it's sort of the the movie is the journey into Jack's madness. Okay. Um, oh, I should explain what shining is. Oh, yes. The title. This will help maybe shed some light on that. So the so shining, or to be able to shine, is sort of a supernatural power to telepathically communicate, and so there is the cook character, or the chef, chef, the head chef, in fact. Sometimes I confuse the word cook and chef, and that's actually, I think it took me a long time to realize that those aren't the same thing.
1: They're not. Chefs are fancy.
0: Yeah. Chef is like the one who decides things too, yeah. right? Like they're like, yeah. this is what we're going to make. This and a is cook the menu. This is cooks. what we're making. Yeah. I don't want to say he's a cook. He's the head chef. Head chef. And he has the ability to shine, and Danny has the ability to shine. Neither of these are spoilers that this is true. This is um, an early established plot point. Is
1: this... Okay, is shining something you come into the hotel with or do you develop it when you get there? So
0: Danny can shine from the beginning of the movie. You see, he has, um, that's like some of the imagination stuff I was talking about. Okay. So it's unclear whether he's necessarily, well, (laughs) you can make up your own decision if you ever watch the movie, whether he's seeing the future or he's imagining things or he's imagining the past. It's unclear, but he can communicate telepathically with this head chef who the chef t- basically describes the whole shining thing to him. So they can communicate with each other. There's also this element that does not go explained whether Jack has the ability to shine as well, whether the building has the ability to shine. Um, cause there are points where the, it seems like the, the, the resort, the hotel, it's called the overlook hotel. It's the name of the hotel.
1: I feel like I've heard that name before.
0: Um, yeah, maybe, and maybe some of these other things I think might just be well-known aspects yeah. of the movie. Uh, but uh, the hotel can talk to Jack, or it seems there are parts where it seems like that's true. It's unclear if there are unvoi- on their voices in his head, or this is I. Uh, I I have a lot of my own theories, but I'm trying not to necessarily put those on people. <laughs> I'm uh, just saying what some of the stuff that I have observed or someone could observe about the movie.
1: I would one love for you to say your own opinions and two question, does Danny drive his dad crazy?
0: That I think is, I think that's up to your interpretation of it. Okay. Some of the theories, cause that's the thing with like a lot of the theories is like, is what like some of the unknown stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause there's a lot of stuff in the movie that is inherently unshown and it's kind of like, Did Danny do that? Did Jack do that off-camera? Or was it something supernatural? Did it actually happen because a ghost was there or something? And I would say that Danny, he's sort of like... I don't... Well, yeah, there are theories that he is, in fact, trying to drive his dad insane. But there's also... I think if you just take, I think if you take a lot of it at face value, he's not really driving him crazy. Cause the okay. whole Shining thing, he, he doesn't really, he has a friend uh, who lives in his mouth. <laughs> and he, it's sort of like a kid having an imaginary friend. So it's All like right. creepy, but not absurd. And so that's the only, for most of the movie, that's the only outwardly weird thing Danny's doing. There, eventually, the person who lives in his mouth. <laughs> takes over his body in a way which also could be just a little kid being a little kid and saying oh my friend took over my body or whatever yeah otherwise the kid otherwise he's not inherently driving his dad nuts unless you presume some of the other stuff unless you unless like you think he's causing some of the other stuff to happen that you don't know why it's happening okay um like is his shining ability allowing him to have his dad hallucinate Un- that's the thing i'm just saying right now that's not that's, it could happen. it's not explained in the movie uh it's just like a way of thinking about it and i think a lot of this is stanley kubrick's point he wanted to make things in big ambiguous yeah. there's characters there are scenes in the movie that seem like non-sequiturs there mm-hmm. are absolute things that you're like what is this there's no explanation for this mm-hmm. and it's just i think to hype people to make theories i think this is why it's been such a Rewatched movie and uh, i mean there are people who've watched this movie like hundreds of times and are still trying to dissect it yeah and stanley kubrick was known for not spilling the beans on stuff you know he wanted people to wonder
1: (laughs) yeah that was like part of his the experience of watching it for like did he was that part of it yeah
0: i think so i mean he's even quiet about that kind of stuff (laughs) because he's just he doesn't want to spoil it he's like the singer who doesn't want to tell you the meaning of the song
1: because he wants you to put your own
0: yeah. perspective on it. You, you, should, you should figure out your own meaning. Meaning. Did I say meeting or meaning? I heard meaning. <laughs> okay. Meaning. Um, so I don't know that I necessarily needed to go over more stuff. Um, other than I think it, it's, uh, oh, I'll talk about the music. It's very unsettling music. I'd say some of the most unsettling parts are not even things you're seeing, but things you're, like, feeling. <laughs> so there's, like, the unsettlingness, but then the music you're, you're hearing. And then this is one of those kind of movies that will, um, they jump around on days. So they'll say, like, um, uh, you know, say, like, uh, Summer. And then they'll do a whole scene in the summer. And that's when he does like the job interview. And then they'll cut to like October or they cut to the closing day. So then they arrive to the hotel where all the guests are leaving. So you see the hotel bustling and then they'll say, then they'll say one month later. And then after they get to one month later, then they'll go, then they say, I think the next one is like Tuesday and then they're Thursday and then Saturday. And one of the scariest moments when I was watching it was like this really big musical buildup. And it was very freaky. And then just the, it just flashes on the screen a black screen it goes tuesday and it was so freaky (laughs) because the (laughs) the music was setting up for something awful to happen and then it's just the next day (laughs) and some of that stuff like really freaked me out i also listened to it with wearing headphones so i really had it in my ears the whole thing (laughs) i was wearing these podcasting headphones i'm wearing right now
1: now your wireless ones
0: uh no i was wearing the these my pluggy ones they plug into my xbox controller Oh, uh, okay and then so i just i plug into that and then, then the sound comes through the controller Ah, that's how sometimes how i video game if i don't want to be loud
1: look at you being a good neighbor
0: uh yeah i'm a very good person
1: <laughs> um i have a few questions yes please but if um okay so i don't know if you're gonna get to this but I'm going to ask it anyway.
0: I think it's better if you ask me because then it so- doesn't sound like I'm just preaching. <laughs>
1: um, okay, so I guess what is your like favorite or most deeply held like this is what's happening cons- like theory? You could definitely hear that pouring. <laughs> it was so clear. <laughs>
0: um, my favorite theory. Um,
1: or deeply held.
0: Deeply held theory favorite theory. Um let's see what was I let's See if I wrote down a bunch of things. <laughs> I will say I'm a little out of touch of I'm a little out of touch of a lot of the theories because I haven't watched I haven't rewatched the videos obsessively like I used to mm-hmm. and the Room two, 237 thing I haven't watched in a while. So I, um and to, the thing about Room 237 is there's like it's a they spend like I don't know 15 or 20 minutes on a bunch of different theories, yeah, to make like an hour and a half movie or whatever. And two of the theories in that are, are like really good, and then like the rest of them are like insane. <clears throat> I maybe that's one of my more favorite parts is just the insane ones people have, yeah. Um,
1: that's why I like the flat earth theory, it's insane,
0: yeah. Well, let me tell you, speaking of flat earth theory, let me tell you, uh, a bit of a story people have with this movie. So you've heard of people believing the moon landing is faked, I assume. Oh, wait. Put your,
1: Oh, wait. Um, I think when you first said the shining, I knew that the moon landing had something to do with this.
0: Okay. So, um, but you are aware that the, you're aware that people believe the moon landing was faked.
1: Yes. And they're all so silly and dumb. I'll just say it. You're dumb.
0: I oh, take that. <laughs> I I hope you're not one of those people. I'm not one of those people, though. Uh, One of the further theories that the moon landing was faked is that Stanley Kubrick was the filmmaker who made the fake film landing um, footage. Like, he's the one who made the flag on the moon set. And, like, so in order to sell it, he was the guy they got.
1: Because he was so detailed.
0: Um, Yeah, I guess. I don't... I was also... Mm, i guess it was around no he was doing he i mean he ultimately did 2001 a space odyssey i guess that was a few years after they uh, went to the moon but um he would have been in that he would have been able to do it anyways there's one scene and it's actually i think there's actually a few of these oh well one thing is that um, so room two thirty seven is the documentary, and mm-hmm. that's named after a room in the hotel. That, that was gonna be another one of my there's other questions. There's significance to that room in the movie. And um, did
1: someone die in that room?
0: Um, I think I don't think they actually say it up up front. But uh, again, this is not a spoiler because it's discussed early in the movie that there. Um, before they stay there, there the <laughs> the guy who is the manager of the hotel tells him that. Another person who had taken his job murdered his family <laughs> in the hotel. And the story there is that he chopped his wife with an axe, chopped his, chopped his wife and his 10 and 8-year-old daughters with an axe. That's where the, the twins, twins come from. And then he blew his own brains out. And the assumption, I think, is that that was, the assumption is that that is in room 237. I don't believe they state that outwardly.
1: I feel like I should say I looked behind me because whenever people talk about ghosts, I get creeped out yeah ghosts aren't real keep going
0: it's well who knows um, <laughs> <laughs> i'll let you know if there's a ghost behind you oh my god you you let me know if there's a ghost behind me and i'll let you know if there's a ghost behind you it sounds
1: like a great deal
0: i promise i would never let a ghost just sneak up on you like oh, that that sounds awful <laughs> um oh uh room 230 oh uh the, the moon is like roughly two hundred thirty-seven thousand miles from earth so that I, I actually looked this up yesterday. That's 238,000. So, but that might be, I don't know if the moon is different distances at different times. I feel like it is. And or in the 780s. Uh, was it? It Maybe we measured it differently yeah. or it was different or something. Uh, so that's like one clue is the room 237 part. And then, oh, uh, yeah. And the idea is that he killed his... Yeah, it's it's hinted at that that he killed himself because they say he went to a guest room and did this or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's also one of the freakiest parts in the, in the movie is they sort of mm, it's someone's imagination about the hacked up bodies and it's like just seeing it, you're like, oh shit. <laughs> um, there is like, there's like a, I mean, there's not, there is blood in the in the thing, but I'd say the movie is not very, it's not very gory.
1: I appreciate that. I don't like gore. It's
0: very, uh, it's, I think it's like, it's very artfully done. It's not quite like uh, Christopher Nolan where he can do, he can make a movie, he, he made Dunkirk with no blood <laughs> which is so weird to have a war movie with no blood in it. Uh, but he like, he also made like the, all the Batman movies have no blood in them. They're freaking weird.
1: Isn't the, in The Last Jedi the reason that room is red is because they couldn't show blood to get and get the right rating?
0: Oh, I don't know. Maybe.
1: I feel like it has something to do with that
0: i have no idea could be true
1: that was the great scene um and i don't think i spoiled anything
0: there no (laughs) (laughs) that movie's been out long enough um oh uh but danny the is wearing um a sweater like a knit sweater that has like a rocket ship and says apollo 11 on it and people theorize that this is him saying that he had something to do with that like so it's 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 proof that we didn't go to the moon is cuz Stanley Kubrick was putting these messages in this mm. in this movie. Um yeah.
1: I have a question. Is this is the moon landing theory it's not new, right? Like it's probably been around since it happened?
0: Uh, I would say probably. Could yeah. he
1: have been trolling people? I hope he was trolling people.
0: I think he could have been. <laughs> I see no reason why this wouldn't be trolling. <laughs> he seems like the guy who would a guy who would do that he also seems like someone who would just yeah i don't know him him putting it on i don't know i can't remember if there's like a reason that he wore it there's i mean if you watch these theories people pick apart every little detail about this movie i mean he's playing with trucks at this point and people talk about the placement of the trucks and uh what trucks he's playing with like being meaningful to um people will say like where where different toys were like you saw different toys or different furniture in different parts of the movie and they say like well that's there because this thing happens later in the movie at that same spot like this is a movie where you have to kind of constantly look at everything happening in order to follow Mm -hmm. what's going on (laughs) or you know i mean you can follow the whole movie without without paying any attention to any of this but you i think that's why people have seen it so many times is because it's like it's almost like listening to a song and hearing a new part of the song, like a new yeah. note. And you're like, oh, I never noticed that one really cool part of the song. Yeah. And, or maybe an album. Let's give it a whole album. <laughs> uh, but like, even me watching it yesterday, I kind of, I had these like new thoughts that I was like, oh, that's an interesting thing. Like there's, there's this one part where like, um, let's say Jack is chasing after Danny this is in the climax of the movie <laughs> but there's this they end up running through the hedge maze and jack is following danny by his footprints in the snow and then danny backtracks and he walks into back to backwards in his own footsteps and my thought on that was it's like oh he's um he it seems like he's being supernatural cuz cuz then jack gets to the footsteps and they just disappear and by this time jack has gone mad <laughs> So I think he thinks, "Oh, Danny's disappeared. Danny has superpowers or whatever." But actually, all he did was backstep. Yeah. <laughs> but it gives the illusion like he just vanished. Um, and that was like an observation I just made when I watched it yesterday. <laughs> and he didn't vanish; he just walked he backwards.
1: Just, yeah. I want to guess the ending of this movie so bad. Mm, um. Can I guess and you just not answer? Yeah. Or answer me. You off? you
0: guess. I won't answer you now and I'll answer you later.
1: (laughs) Okay. So from all of these facts that I am gathering, um, is that, um, Jack kills his family or conversely they run away. I think the first one.
0: I'll let you know later.
1: (laughs) God. I hope I'm right.
0: Um, let's see. I did. Oh, I did. Um, there were a few, I guess I did one more thing I wanted to hit. Yeah. Hit it. Um Hit it. I noticed the societal issues Ooh. that this movie so there's actually more than I wrote down. I guess I don't want to go into all of them because people talk about there's like all kinds of crazy stuff that happens. Uh but Jack is um Jack is sort of right off the board there's like parts of like misogyny, alcoholism, domestic abuse <laughs> Is this a video you're going to take of me? Um,
1: I was going to, but then I was like, maybe the this, things isn't the no. this isn't the time. This uh, isn't the time.
0: Toxic relationships and gaslighting are all hugely in this. And to make Jack like both an asshole and like just to, like really freaky. I mean, he's I mean, the whole the scariest part of the whole movie, all the supernatural stuff, all the other stuff aside, it's it's that this guy is a truly just an awful human being
1: from the beginning. <laughs>
0: Um, I mean, you don't, in the beginning, it, it reveals itself. I mean, at first, it's like this fresh, because so, I should say, one of the reasons he takes this job is to get solitude so he can write his novel. He's trying to write mm, his novel, which is why... Hence the of Stephen King. Stephen King thing and the typewriter that he's writing on, the all fun, all work and no play make Jack a dull boy, because he's trying to write his novel. So, like, there are hints early on, because they talk about how one time they talk about his, how he doesn't drink alcohol anymore because he dislocated Danny's shoulder once, like when he was mad at him and that, cause Danny's only like supposed to be eight or something. I don't, I'm bad with kid's ages. He's a young boy. And so they talk about his alcoholism and the mom sort of, she's talking to a therapist and, and you can tell she's like trying to brush it under like, it's all like, uh, you know, Jack loves Danny and she starts smoking a cigarette. So you're supposed, mm-hmm. to, so you're supposed to realize she's kind of lying and she realizes yeah. that her husband's an asshole. Um, and it begins like, he seems to be like, he, he's a very kind of that like cliche mean dad character mm-hmm. where he's just like, he seems like he's not really in love and he seems like he doesn't really like his kid. I mean, he, he and it's that kind of thing where it's like, I love my kid, but he doesn't love his kid. Yeah. <laughs> He's not crazy about him existing, but he loves him because he's his kid. All right. And it, cause like you don't see too much affection. It's like, it's that kind of dad thing where like he's, he feels like he's probably not allowed to have affection, which is a very also 1980s thing. (laughs) I feel like dads now have affection for people. I think that's true. And um, like, there's like a lot of that. There's a lot of like bad masculinity stuff in this movie um, with Jack but it begins with him being frustrated at his work and his like writer's block. And so he, there's parts where he's like yelling at his wife and it's like bad, but you're kind of like, well, uh, he's not being, he's being sort of, he's being in a way verbally abusive, but he's not, he's in—he's within the realm of like a human being. Yeah. You know? And then he just like, it just get increases, increases, increases. And the story is basically him losing his sanity. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, which is by the end, he's like, he's gone completely insane. Um, and then, uh, oh, and the gaslighting stuff, like, cause you hear people say stuff and then they, like it becomes untrue or someone says it's true and it's hard to tell. Some of that's hard to tell if it's actually purposeful gaslighting. Mm -hmm. Some of it is, is Jack lying. Some of it is like, you don't know what actually happened. Like that's a lot of that stuff is the craziest part is just like not knowing... You don't know the truth most of the time. Ugh. And, you know, it's like all the character... Or a lot of the characters are unreliable. Wendy is really the only person you can kind of trust.
1: Is Wendy the, the wife? The wife, okay.
0: And I guess in the way that she's the only one you can trust, maybe you can't trust her. Because Ooh. maybe that was planned to make her seem trustworthy.
1: <laughs> oh my God.
0: Um, And then... Uh, um, Was
1: Wendy homeschooling Danny? Because... October through April is school. And yeah. I'm worried about his schooling. Even though I think he does I'm, won-
0: I'm wondering if he's even younger than that. Maybe it's like this would just be like preschool kindergarten age.
1: You would know. <laughs> like that's like eight and I'm
0: gonna tell you, I really don't
1: <laughs> but I feel like a child actor if he has like like if he speaks a lot, he has to be older than three or four.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm wondering if- he might be like five or six, which is like young enough for Maybe you could hypothetically not be in school. Yeah, then. that's fair. Um, you know, you ideally, I guess, you'd be in school by then. <laughs> but I'm guess I'm just saying, like, maybe not. You know.
1: Yes, I I, I know. I uh, am worried about his schooling, though.
0: She doesn't. She's not teaching him at all. She actually seems to. It's one of the one of the weird things is that she seems to actually be doing most of the. um work Mm -hmm. like she you see a lot of scenes where she's like checking the boiler um or she's like radioing into where she's supposed to radio like to check into the radio people um
1: so maybe she actually got the job maybe i'm just developing my own theories without ever seeing this
0: movie i mean yeah there's like there's so much to like parse that happens in this movie um along those lines um uh do you let's see i'm kind of running out of time i want to know if the, i guess i want to know if there's anything i want to make sure i mention uh if anyone like who likes the shining listens to this and they go matt didn't even say any of this stuff um let me try i'm going to run down quick exactly what i love about okay it. let's do it i'm gonna give my synopsis of everything hopefully that i said and maybe i'll realize i forgot something okay sounds good i love the shining Great. It's one of the only horror movies I like. It's very psychological and creepy; it just creeps the hell out of you. There's a lot of it's. It's very. It's a very tense movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very interestingly told, and keeps you off. Keeps you on your toes. Like you're just unsure, and you're just always trying to pay attention for whatever crazy thing's going to happen. And it doesn't always make sense. You're just sort of on you're just sort of there for the ride.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um I love Jack Nicholson's just he's so fucking creepy in this movie. Mm-hmm. He's like the ultimate asshole. I mean, he I I doubt he gets much credit for this, but that like this character belongs on like the list of like the villainist, villainiest villains of all time. I mean, he's just so evil. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh it's not, it's not, it, yeah. The, sh- the, the, the shots and the cuts and just like the flash forwards and the imagination stuff. It, I don't know. And I feel like it's infiltrated pop culture so much because like I'm it was deaf. such a, such a big deal. Yeah. Um, there's lots of weird things, the continuity weirdness. Um, there's lots of stuff to pay attention to. Like there's a lot of stuff with mirrors in the thing. That's the whole red room. They red, red rum. They see it's murder through a mirror there's like lots of weird shots with mirrors. Um, there's an idea that like there's personality splits when it comes to there being mirrors. Like when you're looking at a mirror, you're looking in a different world.
1: Oh my god, that's so creepy.
0: Um, a lot of the stuff like unex- uh, un talked about, straightforwardly. Um, let's see. Oh, there's I I don't even have time to talk about this. There's a whole thing about white the white man's burden that he keeps talking about, and there's like things with. Um, slavery things with patriotism and like taking over, like these are like things that aren't even talked about that much in the movie, but like he says white man's burden out loud at one point, but there's all these like moments where you're supposed to interpret him being violent towards, um, uh, native americans like wendy is common she's wearing a lot of like floral or not floral um like native american looking things mm-hmm. and so she almost represent like when he turns on her she's supposed to represent he's supposed to represent america and he's wearing like a lot of red white and blue or red and blue Ooh. and the hotel is decorated like native american stuff and there's this one scene where he's like throwing a tennis ball against this like tapestry and it's supposed to be him like encroaching on um Native Americanism. It's imperialism.
1: I think I would never get any of this Um, out of this movie.
0: (laughs) There's uh, a whole thing where, like, so the uh, head chef, he's African American. And there's this part where, like, also is the white man's burden, like, him taming this character. And you see him... You see him in his like hotel room, which is in, he, he leaves, he's in like Miami, (laughs) but they, there's like scenes where they cut to him. And in his hotel room, there's these nude, um, portraits of women wearing like African American, African, um, not, not African American, African jewelry. And so it's sort of like, is Jack, is Jack like violent towards this guy to, to tame like African people? Like it is like, so there's this whole imperialistic thing going on. Wanted to get that out there. Oh, there's a running thing with cartoon characters where like a lot of times people are either dressed, like there's this one part where people describe Wendy as dressed like Goofy, the character Goofy. And in the same scene that she's dressed like that, there's a goofy doll visible. So they're trying to say, like, is she the goofy, hapless um, person in the movie? Uh there's parts where like Danny's wearing like a Mickey Mouse. Danny's nickname is Doc, like Bugs Bunny, mm-hmm. which is actually discussed in like it they say it's doc because of Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Um. There are there's a whole thing where they're watching a Roadrunner cartoon, and the idea is like, is the f- is the family the Roadrunner, and they're trying to get away from the Coyote Jack. Um, uh, uh, oh. Uh, if- her name Wendy's real name is Winnie, as in Winnie the Pooh. Um. They don't really talk. They don't really call her Winnie ever. Um. But so there's this whole there's all these theories about the cartoon characters. <laughs> um i'm just trying to get some quick hit quick hits now uh then there's a few yeah i will just say there are a few supernatural non-sequitur scenes that i don't want to describe but anyone who's seen the shining knows what i'm talking about (laughs) just know i don't want to discuss them (laughs) because i consider them they're they're shocking in that in that way i don't want to spoil them because i think the first time you see them you go oh god but even the second time you watch it it's still oh god (laughs) um I didn't even, I didn't really talk about the hedge maze much other than the hotel is also a maze yes. that he loses his sanity in. Uh, I think that's all that I wanted to get out. Do you have something you want to ask? I have ask? two
1: that I keep coming into my brain. Um, yes, let's do it. What was... What, um, oh my gosh, I should write stuff down. She had, um, she had a clipboard
0: in here, write, yeah. write notes.
1: <laughs> um, It was a question... Oh, at the beginning of the movie... When other people are there, mm-hmm. is there like besides the fact that the last manager like killed his family?
0: It's not the last manager; it's a previous one.
1: A previous one. Mm-hmm. Um, does are there like hints that the people in the hotel are crazy? Um, there
0: are. There are. It does not appear so. It just seems like they're people at a resort. Okay. Um, you don't interact with too many of them. And one of them is like this head chef guy who is ultimately he can shine, but he's not crazied anyway. There are theories that like um that the that the like- uh so he's the he's the care he's the winter caretaker, not the manager who killed people but there's like so the manager character like there's theories that he is like orchestrating this, and like you know is he the devil <laughs> and like weird stuff like that, but generally it seems to come off that they're all normal people.
1: Okay. I had another question, but I don't think it was important because I kept forgetting it. Uh, Although yeah. I'm now developing this theory that it's just like a time loop.
0: Um, that's also a theory. Oh, this, God, I'm th- so good th- at making there are, theories. There are, there are thoughts that this is like sort of something... Ha- like there's like theories like, is any of this happening? Is it all imaginary? Is it happening in perpetuity? Is... um. Is it like when we talked about the Legend of Zelda and characters keep reincarnating? Um, I'll say that there is a spoiler about this that I don't want to talk about. Okay. <laughs> uh, I can tell you later if you want to know it. But um, it's it's like another one of those just like sort of like, oh, kind of moments where it does feel like a spoiler. But it does, I mean, they do jump around at time. So like there's stuff, there's parts of the movie where, they, where they're they imagining, um, well, there's parts where they're, I guess they're imagining So I think 1970 is when the murder happened. And then this movie takes place in present day, which I guess would call 1980 when Mm -hmm. it got released. So I guess there's like flashbacks to then. And then there's also old timey stuff that's like supposed to take place in like the 20s maybe. And uh, so you're definitely supposed to get like this disorienting feeling from them jumping around in in that. Okay. Yep.
1: I just want to say I have not seen this movie. Mm-hmm. I know nothing about this movie. Uh-huh. I think the last shot—oh <laughs> boy—is <laughs> the manager interviewing another family, and then something creepy happening, and then a black screen.
0: Okay, I like that. That I like that you said that. I won't say whether that happens or not. Uh, I will say that there was an alternate ending to the movie that um, they shot, and they never put out there. Have you seen it? I think I have. I do. I know what it is. Um, I'm aware of. I'm aware of what it, I'm aware of what happens in it. And I, so I think I've seen it. <laughs> there are also different, there were several different releases of this movie. There was like a European release and an American release. And then there was like also a director's cut, I think. Um, but there's like one release that like is considered the the main release, um, which is one I'm the most familiar with, which has the, the doesn't have the ending. I think the ending, the original ending, I think they just cut. They didn't change it. I think okay. they just said we don't want this anymore. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's different from the it's different from the book, which I think was about his alcoholism and about him getting over it and him not being an ass crazy asshole who it, wants to kill his family or whatever.
1: <laughs> Good for Stephen King. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, better. And the the hedge maze doesn't exist in the book either, That's which is sad. a big prop in the in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. All right.
1: I don't think i have any more questions
0: i hope i did a good job we talked for a long time and i hope i expressed that i think this movie is fascinating and really weird and interesting i don't know if i did it or not i think
1: you did i think you did a great job (laughs) thank you (laughs) um so that was the topic that was my topic i don't believe we have any corrections
0: i don't think we're gonna go into them and i'll just say that fireman shit and totem shit are the two the, the knife and the fire thing from boy scouts okay clarify that i like that put a clarification out there um uh well thanks everyone for listening hey thank you uh we hope if you're listening that you're already subscribed but you know if you're just giving this a one-off maybe subscribe.
1: subscribe also you can always leave iTunes reviews you can leave website reviews you can leave facebook reviews you can
0: leave them all i I prefer the itunes one but you can leave them all you
1: can leave all podcast app reviews if you
0: don't have itunes though leave a facebook one that's what i'll say um for sure.
1: <laughs> so all of that's great. Um
0: <laughs> What do you have to say?
1: I just honestly just like listen.
0: Yeah. Thank you for listening.
1: Like our Instagram stuff, like our, like our Twitter stuff, you know.
0: Yeah. Um would like to get all of them over like 100 followers, that'd be great. <laughs> and things like that. Uh but yeah, thanks for listening and yeah, thanks, thanks for I'm, this is a super long no guest episode, but thanks for thanks for listening to me talk about The Shining for uh, an hour.
1: I can't wait till this ends so I can ask you if I was at all right or close.
0: Yeah, that'll be fun. All right, well, talk to you next week. Everyone. Talk to you
1: next week. Bye. Bye.